Welcome to the Go All In podcast. I'm your host, Rob Bruss, and today on the show, we have Patia Kolibova. Patia is a women's transformational coach who helps women who have been pushed down and have been playing it small because of toxic relationships or an unhealed childhood trauma to create a life that's true to them, to their soul, and to their purpose. Let's get started. G'day everyone, I trust you well in making the most of the downtime that has been forced upon us all because of this damn pandemic. I've been working pretty hard actually on a brand new startup and that's right, it's a startup during this crazy time and I know there's lots of people out there doing that. Uh, and like all of us, I've been following along closely uh, to the news and ec the economics of the circumstance that we're all facing globally. And I'm wondering how we're all going to dig ourselves out of this economic mess that we're all facing because governments around the world are borrowing from the future um, and the recession that we're all facing now is going to ensure that the tough times ahead are going to be with us for a little while. The government here in Australia says that jobs are the solution, and I happen to agree with that. The more people you can get into work, the faster the economy will recover. And I've been given the opportunity to lead a brand new company that will potentially employ hundreds of people in the coming months. So I'm going to take that on, and I'm going to play my part in giving as many Australians a job as possible for those folks that need one. Now, I'm wondering what it is that you're up to at the moment what are you working on i'd love to hear uh what you're going all in on so make sure you hit me up via the goal in socials or you can drop me an email just visit goalin.com.au to find out some more there now if this is your first time here at the show welcome it's great to have you here and if you're back for more welcome back we love our repeat offenders here at the Go All In podcast, as I like to say. Before we get into the show, just take a little peek at your phone and hit the subscribe button on the app that you're listening in on. And if you're watching this on YouTube, just scroll on down and hit the subscribe button there and don't forget to ring the bell. That way you'll always have some motivation and some Go All In love right there in your pocket. Lastly, if you like what you hear today, please share this episode with your friends and your family. Patia has a really important message to share and a pretty cool story as well. And if we can help just one or two people to break through their barriers and to get unstuck, then Patia and I would have done our job here on the show today. Alrighty, let's get into this. As I mentioned at the top of the show, Patia is a, a women's transformational coach. Her mission is to help women who are on a path of healing from past wounds and to get them to move through their limiting beliefs their in, and their internal blocks so they can finally do what it is that they want to do, what feels good to them, and to live the life of their dreams. Patia pairs feminine flow with strategic planning to give entrepreneurs immense clarity and gives them the exact steps to transform from side hustler to CEO. And I absolutely love that. She has the tools and the understanding to help create the life that you imagine and to give you a renewed sense of self that ensures that your life is filled with vitality and enthusiasm. I'm excited she's here, so please help me in welcoming Patia Kolibova. Patia Kolibova, welcome to the Golden Podcast. It's great to have you here. So excited to have you. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm really looking forward to getting into this one because I've got a young daughter and you work particularly with women and I want to talk to you about some of those things. But before we get into any of that today, let's get to know you a little bit. Uh, why don't you tell my audience where you're from and how it all started for you? There's a funny accent there. I've got to have a little dig, I've got to say. 
I love it. That's so amazing. Great question, Rob. And I love how you like turn it on me. Great job. And it's it's so fascinating because people ask me, where is your accent from? It's like, well, I own my accent, but I am from Czech Republic. But when I was around 20 years old, I left my motherland, which is Czech Republic. So that's where we started with my accent. Uh-huh. However, then I moved to London, then to Spain, and now I'm home 11 years in Las Vegas, Nevada in United States. So I feel like I'm this like cosmopolitan mix of all over the accents. <laughs> awesome. Where do you call home? Is Las Vegas home? Yes, yes. Las Vegas, it's really home. It's it's the first place that I would feel home, which people, when I tell them that I live in Las Vegas, they're like, home, you have only casinos there and strip clubs. Like, no, that's only for the tourist locals. We never go to strip, you know, like we stay off, we stay in hiking and lakes. And yes, we have those in a desert, but it's a little bit different. What is it for locals than it's for the people that are just coming to visit for a weekend or week. Excellent. And have you had your family come and visit you in the United States as well? You know, when I moved in here, up, I did. I had my uh, mom to come to spend with me almost two months. And my grandma was here for a week and a half, which I'm really happy that she did because now she can travel. Mm-hmm. So at least I call her a couple times a day. She's my best friend. So family, it's really everything. So I'm really excited that also your reason was, and you shared with me that you have a daughter. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, well, let's let's get into some of that. Why don't you tell us a, a little bit about how it all started for you? How did you get into this business, and uh, where did it begin? Oh gosh, I will like you know when they tell it like, oh, give me the short version. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you can give us a long one if you want. I don't mind. Right? That's what a podcast is for. It's it's so amazing because when I started my journey, I started to listen to other entrepreneurs. And when I heard like, oh, I was a little kid and I was selling newspaper and I was selling rocks from neighbors, <laughs> you know, like uh, garden. I was like, I never wanted to be entrepreneur. Mm. I never wanted to be entrepreneur because I saw what it did. The stories that I've created, it's being entrepreneur, you leave your family, it's hard work, you always work, you don't have friends because you don't have time for it. So I was pretty much resistant to that. Yet when people look at me now, they wouldn't believe it. I'm a podcaster, I have a TV show, you know, in Las Vegas. When we can, I traveled the world. I was hosting retreats in Bali and um, I was preparing another one in Europe. So now when people look at me, they wouldn't believe where I'm coming from, this small city in Czech Republic. And my story was that I was mentally and physically abused by my stepfather, which created the limiting beliefs and stories that I'm unlovable, unworthy. I was engaging in toxic relationship with men just because I wanted to be seen. I wanted to be loved. I, you know, the deepest, deepest desire Rob, that I always had was being loved by my father. You know, so when women come to me to work with me now, there is usually some kind of trauma or something that happened in their past. They either want to heal or they say they forgot about it, but it's still stopping them because unless we really shed the light of what happened and it doesn't have to be big trauma, like abuse or, or being thrown away from home, whatever. It doesn't have to be this big. Sometimes it can be as small as my parents forgot me in a Sam's club. And I feel abandoned or (laughs) the story that I have created. I was around like eight years old and every Saturday we would be cleaning up the house and me as little girl 
course, I don't want to be cleaning. I don't want to do any of that, right? But me, my parents were watching cartoons with my little brother who was smaller than me, and I had to be cleaning. So the story that I've created, it's like, well, I'm unworthy of their love because if I would be, I would be sitting there with them and I would have to always do things to deserve to be seen by other people. And mm. that was my pattern for three decades. Yeah, right. Three decades. And then six years ago, I got fired from my corporate job and I became an entrepreneur by accident. Even though keeping in mind, I don't believe in any accidents. When it happened, I was confused and brokenhearted. But now I see it as the biggest blessings ever because I am a type of person who is loyal, who doesn't quit, who will do anything for everybody to help them, right? So I wouldn't be where I am today if I wouldn't get fired. So that's how I started my entrepreneurial journey. I started to do things that I was that I seen that I'm good at and what I'm good at our relationship and seeing the possibilities in others. So even when I was in my corporate, I was social media marketing manager and customer service manager. And so I took it with me and I started my business with just a couple of the clients. One of them was my uh, first life coach that I hired from his podcast. <laughs> That's when I like learned to love podcasts. And then another one was one of his clients. So that's how I started my business. And I did it for like three years. And then I kind of realized that sometimes when we do things we're good at, it's not because we love them or mm. because we're meant to do them, but because it's comfortable because yet we are trying to be safe. So that's the shorter version of how I pivoted from social media coaching into working with women, transformation women's coach, because I really asked myself, what is that lights me up about this work? I started the work on social media for a reason, right? We, we always do a reason, wrong, right, whatever. We always have reason. So that's how I started. And I asked myself, why did I start it? What is in it for me? And what really lights me up? And what really lit me up was really guiding women into their fullest potential, like mm. healing the past, embracing unapologetically who they are and creating the future on their own terms. Not what they think they should, not what we think they could because they're good at it, but truly creating the lives on their terms. And it's so fascinating. And if you would have told me, Rob, like five years ago, I wouldn't believe you. Being abundantly paid to be me is the easiest thing in the world. I love it. I love it. It's uh, some really important points that you that you raised there, and I want to circle back to a couple of them because I've got some notes here in front of me. And uh, thanks for for sharing that on the front end. It's great to get to know you a little bit and, and hear the background and the backstory to it as well. It's not unlike many people that have experienced that. But so yeah, people come on over to the Go All In podcast to learn more about others that have gone all in. So if you could, could you please share with us your biggest Go All In story or stories and the lessons that you've learned from your commitment to success? Absolutely. And you know, the, the all in for me was always listening to my intuition, you know, for example, 2009, well, even if we back roll a little bit back, when I moved from Czech Republic to London, I didn't know anyone, I didn't know anything. And I'm like, this doesn't feel right to be in Czech Republic. It doesn't feel right to be here. So I packed everything I had and I just moved in there and I went all in, mm. all of my saving 
all of my, I, I brought my ex-boyfriend back then with me, you know, and I was taking care of two people. And it was so fascinating because that was like the big lesson of what we think the world is and what world really is, right? <laughs> when you start taking care of yourself and country that has completely different culture than yours, it, but it really, really paid off. Like anytime when I was following these inspired ideas, moved to London, then in London, I connected with some people from Spain and they're like, hey, do you want to come for a vacation? I was like, why not? The vacation was four years. Again, I went full in. I just packed my, you know, like backpack, my suitcase. And I went, listen, not knowing the language, not knowing anyone there. Mm -hmm. I learned the language. I work in the kitchen. I work in a, like, you know, like bars and, and just like moving in. And it was amazing because everything that I have done in the past, when I went full in, even when it didn't make sense, like logically it didn't make sense, but I was pulled in, it always paid off. So anytime when you get this inspired idea, you get to go all in because one thing that I learned along my journey was when you have a plan B, the plan A will never work. Yep. And that's something that I've done, whether, whether it was moving, whether it was going into different country, whether it was in relationship, whether it was, I went to the school a few years ago to get my bachelor's and my master's in business, which I did. Again, I went all in. It's just, it's the only way to really live because if not, you will keep guessing. What if? Mm, yeah, exactly. You know, the, the, you're not going to score a goal unless you get on the field and kick the ball, right? You, yep. you, the, the ones you miss are the ones you don't take. And, you know, one of the things that I, I love about the, the go-all-in mindset and the story and the, the kind of movement that I created around my podcast and my business is that it's very heart-centered. And most of my life, I'd made decisions with my head. Like most men, I'm very rational. And I'll consider the pros and cons. I'll do a SWOT analysis and I'll do all those <laughs> boring things. But no, nah, man, just do, do what feels good, do what feels right. And, you know, I, I really feel like I wish I discovered that later or sooner in my life that your emotions are the most sophisticated guidance system in the world, more sophisticated than any GPS or fancy equipment that we could ever invent in electronics. And that's because I think intuitively human beings just move towards what feels good and away from what feels bad. And that's a way of going all in, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and I love that because like you said, I was that way too, you know, very rational, working hard, hustling, you know, and doing all these things here to stay safe and to achieve. But the thing is that even though I was achieving and checking off the list, it didn't feel right. Mm. And one thing that I want to bring in, it's there is a difference between feeling good and, and, and feeling right or doing the good thing or doing the right thing. Because sometimes, I don't know about you, Rob, but sometimes I just don't want to be adulting. I don't want to be on my phone. I don't want to be on computer. I want to completely turn off and just like lay in my hammock and reading. Well, I have a business to take care of. I have a team of 11 people. I have clients. So sometimes I just got to show up. So I do the thing that it's right, even if it doesn't feel good in the moment. Mm. Yet I always, always shift my mind about it. It's really important. Even if you get to do things, they don't feel good. You can shift it so it feels right. You get to ask yourself, like, why am I really doing this? And how blessed we are that we can and have that choice with everything. 
Yeah, beautifully said. I wanted I wanted to uh, take some time on the podcast today to uh, to tap into your skills as a female transformational coach because I think what you do is really important and coaching is a really important element of, of modern society and, and what it is. And as a as a dad of a thirteen year old, soon to be fourteen year old young girl, you know, I try to be as present as much as I can for my daughter, and I'm acutely aware, a little bit more so now, that she sees and hears everything and kids see and hear everything all the time anyway that it seems more kind of acute to me now that she's i don't know i think maybe because she understands a little bit more she has a bit more maturity and the scary thing for me with with my soon-to-be 14 year old daughter is she looks like she's about 19 um she's as big as me um and i'm just shy of six feet and She's like, she's as tall as me. She's developed. She looks like a woman. She would pass for 17 or 18 years of age, but she has the maturity level of like a, a 13 or 14 year old, maybe a little bit more, maybe a 15 year old, I suppose. Um, but she's the cutest little thing, the best daughter that any dad could ever ask for. And I've got this incredible relationship with her, but I'm acutely aware, I'm acutely aware that there's a point where all children recognize that their parents are not perfect. And, you know, she's been daddy's little girl ever since she was little. And I got a new phone the other day. And as I was updating all the photos via Google photos, I was looking back through all the old pictures of her and she was like attached to my hip since she was a little baby until she was, you know, now really thousands of photos of her and I together. And recently I've, I've seen a bit of teenage attitude come in there and I'm like, finally, Finally, there's a mongrel in there. Come on, where is it? You know, I'm looking for it. And what, what I've noticed is that she recognizes that I'm not perfect anymore. Once upon a time, I was her whole world. But now she's got all of these other friends. She's got all of this other influence in her world. And I'm not as perfect as she once believed me to be. And it's a really humbling experience as a, as a parent and especially as her dad, you know. And I've really, I really feel like I've only got like four or five years left of her being here before she's off in the world doing her own thing. And there's only so much more influence I can have on her. And it's a really interesting time in her life. And I'm just wondering, like you hearing me talk about that as, as, as her dad and as a woman and as a daughter as well, what do you pick up on? What, give me some feedback. Cause you know, I like to be a bit self-indulgent on this podcast sometimes and get some coaching for myself. I love that. And that's the best way how to get coaching, right? From people that we look up to. And, and, and I love how you shared that, you know, about your daughter and how aware you are. And the first thing that came up for me, because I use many different modalities in my coaching. There is, of course, I always focus on the mindset coaching, but I'm also an LP practitioner. I do um, meditations. But what really, really helped me recently to go even deeper, and that's something that I help my clients to go deeper with their kids is human design. I don't know if you heard of it, but knowing human design that you have and that your daughter has will help you understand her on a deeper level, knowing what is her love language, like Mm -hmm. developing that. What is yours? What is hers? How does she feel seen and heard? And also how can she know that she's always safe? Because yes, of course, she will have a different influences and everything. One thing that I remember that my mom told me, I was such a little girl that I don't even know how I can remember, maybe six, seven, maybe smaller. But my mom told me, I will never beat you up or never hit you 
if you tell me the truth, but I will if you lie to me. By her planting the seed, and I'm not telling like, tell your daughter you will be there up, you pass that age, not that. Yeah. But for her knowing you are always loved, it's very, very, very important. Also, um, one book that I recommend my clients to read uh, because she's a mother and author and it's amazing, Untamed. Ah. Untamed, it's amazing because she is speaking there about her relationship with her daughter, how her daughter is maturing. She's talking also about her son. So I feel and I am so happy and so grateful that you are so self-aware and that you are such a conscious parent that I never experienced. My mom now is starting to be conscious. She's reading like Tony Robbins, Abraham Hicks, all these things, journaling. So I'm really happy, you know, but I'm like, well, now I'm taking kind of care of them, right? Yeah. But I would say that the deep understanding of who your daughter is in this world, not just as your daughter, but as a human being, it's very important. And what helps, it's using all these different modalities, like the love language, like the human design. Because one of my clients, for example, and, and human design, it's just like blend of different modalities like astrology, I Ching, and all of that, but it's set and done. Because, for example, if you do personality test for me, if I take it today or if I take it tomorrow, I might answer differently depending on my mood. Your human design, it's set and done on the minute and place you were born. And it doesn't mean that it's unchangeable, but it means that you can flow with it and learn about yourself. So, for example, one of the types, it's projector. One of my clients, it's projector, her son, it's generator. Projectors are people who cannot create their own energy. So she often has to take a nap. She's tired. You know, she's here to lead other people and tell them what to do. She cannot create her energy. So she's functioning very shortly. Her son is generator. He's here just to do things, mm -hmm. you know, just generating ideas, going and doing, and she's tired. Also, very often she makes noises that annoy her, like, uh-huh, uh-uh. That's how, and I'm a generator myself, that's how we express ourselves. That's how we connect with our intuition. So if you would know that your kid, it's a generator, and these noises are how they connect with their intuition, would you be upset? No, you would be excited because you're like, oh my gosh, she or he is living the way that it's meant for them. It's going to make their life easier. So I truly think, yes, know thyself, but also tap into your kids. Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's really, really important. Thank you for sharing that and, uh, and sharing your wisdom there as well. And just understanding how people are seen in the world. That's what I really took away from that understanding how she is in the world. One of the really, uh, one of the really blessed things of being a, a dad, and I've got two other boys as well. They're older. Uh, my eldest is 19 and my other son, he's about to turn 18. And I, I really, I'm a young parent, right? I got, I got started, I got started early. I'm only 43 and I've got like a, a 19 year old. So, um, and he'll be 20 shortly. So it's, it's kind of cool where my relationship gets to shift from being their dad and being their old man into uh, an adult, a more adult relationship. And I'm starting to feel that with my older son. And I certainly feel that with my, with a middle one as well. And I'm looking forward to seeing how that, that develops with my daughter. 
as yeah. well. And, and it's just such a short period of time before they're adults, you know, another four or five years and that's it. They're at university or they're out, out of home and they're living on their own, doing their own thing. And um, I'm just really acutely aware of that. And, I, and I'm starting to see that she has, she has some uh, influence over others in, in her behavior. And I'm starting to see that uh, she has her own limiting self-beliefs as well. And she also has her own her own version of distraction. And it's these things that young kids, teenagers are forced to deal with much sooner than people of my generation were forced to deal with because of social media and things like that. Is there something that you would say that would, would help in terms of maturing and transforming into a woman that would that is not to do with social media and distraction. How can I, how can I help her to, to know herself better? Because I feel like she's influenced by so many other things and distracted by so many other things that you forget about like who, who you are because you're always aspiring mm. to be somebody else or something like that. Mm. Oh my gosh, you are amazing. So <laughs> first thing that came up for me, it's influences are good when those influences are guiding you back to you. So even if my clients hire me, I'm not here to tell them ABC, you get to do this. So you reach the success. There is no cookie cutter. There is no one way to success. The only way how you can live abundant and fulfilled life, it's to be yourself. A mantra that I started to repeat myself and that I tell all my clients is, and I want you to say this to your daughter, please. Okay. You are perfectly made for your purpose. I love it. Exactly the way you are. Your height, your weight, your eyes, your accent, the way you think, the way you feel, the things you like, the things you dislike. It makes you so uniquely you mm. that everything you had, it's everything you need. Everything you need. Like really stop relying on yourself. And I don't know like what are your beliefs, if it's God, universe, source, but if you can guide her in any way to know she will never, ever, ever be alone, that's huge. Because I, when I was a baby girl, like I was like six year old and I went to church by myself or seven, you know, I was already going to the school and I went to talk to the a pastor, whatever you call them, because I wanted to be explained what God is. Mm. I wanted to understand. I didn't want to be alone. And I still up until recently thought it's very cool when you can believe in something because when we're growing up and especially as women, like you said, we're so influenced what we should be saying, what we should be wearing, what we should be doing. I struggled 18 years with eating disorder. Wow. And so many women are because they're trying to fit the societal norm. So if you can guide your daughter, if she wants to invest time on social media, guide her, introduce her, show her women who are fully unapologetically themselves. Mm. Like, for example, Jenna Kutcher, you know, I don't know if you know her, Jenna Kutcher. It's amazing. Yeah. She's full of herself, but she's such a sweet person. I don't know her personally, but what I can see, me too, I mean... I always tell people to be unapologetically themselves. For over three decades, I was like searching for myself and trying to see what I'm special in. What is my gift? What is my purpose? And my purpose is to be me. Yeah. That's why I'm here. But when you're a teenager, I didn't get it. It didn't click until I was like 33. Don't mm. let your daughter to stumble like two more decades there. And <laughs> 
it's advantage that she's more mature, but it's also disadvantage because she's losing her youth and childhood. I was 12 and I looked like 17. So mm. not the best thing either, you know? So it's, it's, it's really knowing that she has a safe space home, that she can tell you anything and everything. She never be judged. It's huge. That's really huge because I knew I can come to my mom and tell her anything and everything. The weirdest stuff that I don't even know how I would look like if my kids will tell me. <laughs> and then putting her in front of a positive influence, showing her successful women who are fulfilled by being themselves. Mm. So she can soon understand that that's why she's here. Yeah, I love it. I love it. That is so unbelievably useful for me. I, you have no idea because I feel like I'm at a crossroads and there's only so much influence that you have on your children, right? And, and hopefully you give them enough information and you bring them up with the right, uh, I guess, the right view of the world to make good decisions with the information that they have. And I feel like I've done that pretty well. And earlier on, we, we, created, a, uh, we created a creed when she was about six. And, and the creed was, you always, you always tell the truth. You, you never tell a lie. You always help other people. You do what it is that you say you're going to do. And under, under no circumstances do you ever tell a lie. So that was in there twice, right? So, yeah. and we used to, we used to talk about that all the time because when she would feel off at school because somebody was not uh, behaving the way that she was, it was because they were telling a lie. They weren't helping you and they weren't doing what they said that they were going to do. There was one of those reasons. And it helped her to understand why she was feeling the way that she was. But I can see now as she's becoming older and she's more detached from me and not reliant on me so much, she's influenced by the people that are around her. And I'm kind of like, how do I stay in there and, and do that? And I still need to guide, right? And I still need to help and be part of that, but also need to let it be herself. And I let her need to find herself and make her own mistakes and do her own things like that. And the other day, it was pretty funny. She said, oh, I, I want to get on the train and go to my friend's house and go and do all this and do all that. And I was like, whatever, you know, like, go, go for it. And, you know, I give her the freedom, enough freedom to do whatever she wants. And I, and I said to her, I stopped her and I said, look, what, what I need you to do is to understand that no matter what happens under no circumstances, if something's wrong, just ring me and I'll come and get you. No judgment, no trouble. You won't be in trouble. If you're stuck, you're lost, you don't know where to go, something bad has happened, you've done something bad, you've done the wrong thing, just know that you can pick up the phone and call me and I'll come and rescue you and I'll come and collect you no matter what happens. So I never want you to feel like you're stuck. And then after I'd said that to her, she was out, we live right by the water, she, she was out in the water um, uh, in, on a boat with one of her friends. He has a, he has a tinny uh, and they went, miles away it's like on the other side it's like where are your kids i don't know man they're like in the national park somewhere like that and the boat broke down wow and um i thought finally and she's telling me the story and i'm thinking oh where's this going you know what happened and there's no phone service over there and they had to they had to go and row the boat out into the middle and hail somebody down in another boat to get on their phones to call the guy's dad to come and rescue him and come and fix their boat and do all this sort of stuff. And it was really great hearing her recount the story to me because she got herself into trouble, but she also got herself out of it. And I thought that was just, okay, I've given you what you need. You, that was the first real thing that you'd encountered in your life. And I was really encouraging of her and, and saying, 
well done, good job, you know, so you can do it. It's not such a big, big deal and, and stuff like that. The little, little wins you have as a parent. And I think it's different for me because I don't live with my sons and my sons are grown up, they're men, right? Uh, and she's still like a young girl. So I'm still like really aware of all these things that are happening like that. It's kind of cool. That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. And you see like you as a parent, I don't have a baby yet. We're planning for the next year. So I will be, you're the early parent. I'm the late parent, <laughs> you know, but I, I truly believe that it's all about the planting the seeds and for your kids to know their core values, which I would love to share with you too, because knowing my core values really changed my life. Mm. Knowing what you do stand for, it's a life-changing. And it's a very easy exercise that you can share with your daughter. If you want to shoot me an email, I can just send you. It's beautiful girly spreadsheet that I can, you can just, you know, give it to her. Um, I give it to my clients, but it's life-changing because on one side, you write down the things you don't stand for. On the other side, you write down the things you do stand for. You go back and forth, it's 20 on each side. For example, I don't stand for hate, I stand for love. I don't stand for cheating, I stand for loyalty. So you'll be going back and forth. But then you take a highlighter or different color pen and you highlight the three things you do stand for. Those three things are your non-negotiable. I cannot be without it. For mm. me, it's loyalty, integrity, and growth mindset. Always growing. I always get to be growing. Love it. So now, once you have those core values, it's not only important to know them. You get to write them somewhere where you can see them. I put them in my mirror um, in a bathroom. I put it in my wallet so I can always see that and be reminded. But the most important step, I took inventory of my life. I look at my core values. I look at where I am in my life and I ask myself, do my core values and things that I stand for are really reflecting my life, my business, my relationship back then? And it wasn't. Mm. It was like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, Petia, what are you doing? So when your daughter knows, whoever is listening, when you know your core values, you truly make easier decision. If you install in your daughter, don't lie, tell the truth and you will be okay. That's one of her core values most probably. Yep. The truth, you know? So for me too, like integrity, people around me get to be in integrity. If you're not, you're not in my life and I don't care. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It's just mean you're on a different path than me why would we be wasting each other's time? So when your daughter realizes her core values, when she's able to embody them, she will start attracting people who embody the same core values. It's like once you declare who you are and what you stand for, the universe is going to bring you the magic energy. Mm. So she gets to embody her core values. I love it. I love it. So I'm going to definitely do that activity with her and, and that exercise. And thank you for the, the parenting coaching and the counseling there. I really appreciate that. And it's lots and lots of fun and it's relevant because I know, I know I've got a lot of parents in the audience um, and they often ask me uh, questions about that type of stuff. So it's a good opportunity. To I love to help. Like, you know, like I said, I'm not mommy yet, but I have so many clients that are moms. So it's, I feel like I attracted so many parents in my life. So I know what to do when I do have the babies. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We're going to have to do a podcast on that. <laughs> oh, let's do it. <laughs> That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Hey, Patea, tell us a little bit about your podcast. 
absolutely it's again it's amazing so the backstory is when i did this exercise about core values about three years ago i told you i realized it was no 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 i reevaluated. i left relationship for five years i'm happily divorced now um and i let go of my social media marketing business i let go of my clients that i had on the side i let go of everything and You're i free. decided to totally free <laughs> totally free and freaked out because i'm like okay <laughs> and now what do i do right yeah, it's but free people, slash freaked out yeah it's not just oh, free. yes and in that moment again i was like all in because i was free i let go of everything that weighted me down i was like okay let's start and let's do it and i you know, started my podcast, started new relationship, not everything in the same time, right? Yeah. But my podcast was born out of my first life coach was podcaster. I was doing social media marketing research for him to see what other podcasters are doing and what their ads, paid ads look like. Mm -hmm. When Because anytime you have interest in, in something, Facebook is going to show you all the ads for that. So I started to see a podcast ads, right? And I saw back then Lori Harder, Earn Your Happy Podcast. Yep. And I'm like, this is amazing. I would love to hear like, what is her style? I listened to her. I end up crying on the floor in the bathroom with her episode number one. I was like, oh my gosh, if she can be successful with this backstory, so can I. So this is something that inspired me on my journey to podcast and to do my life events, retreats and everything because I saw other people doing it. I was like, well, if they can, it's possible that I can do it. Mm. So my first name for my podcast was Be Strong Minded. It was the three parts of we all have. It's the being, it's the spirituality, it's the mind that, it's mindset. And strong was the physical part because I was personal trainer, you know, and fitness, all of these things, really focusing on everything external, but never on the internal. I thought it went I change everything on the external then we will change the internal and we will know it's the other way around if you like it or not <laughs> so that's how I started my podcast but then I realized after doing this exercise that I get to truly embody my core values and when I did whoo was it easy no and that's when the abundance and the flow and the goodness come my clients, my soulmate clients, attracting the love of my life and all of the unexpected opportunities. Like I spent like two weeks in Bali for free because somebody invited me because of my Instagram. It, it was just incredible. And we have beautiful relationship. Now I'm um, supporting kids in Bali. Angie, she's supporting kids in Bali. She um, founded school. So I decided to rename my podcast unapologetically abundant because I realized when I became unapologetically me, the abundance came, not before. So that's why I'm podcasting now to really remind people to be unapologetically about who they are. And, you know, being unapologetic doesn't mean being careless or being arrogant. I don't stand for that. I care so much, but it's truly about remembering why you came here, who you are. And again, what do you stand for? Because what I do even on my social media, I want to attract or repel people. I'm either your person or I'm not, and I don't care why we would be wasting each other's time. So that's what I do in my podcast. 
I love it. Is there, is there a guest in your mind that stands out? Somebody that you had an interview with that you met and you were just like, oh my God, that was like the best ever? Oh my gosh, that's such a great question. I had like a few of those, but I think that for me, a um, couple that I want to mention, my biggest like achievement was, uh, you know, when we start a podcast, we interview our friends, our family, our followers, yeah. whatever, right? But when I got on my podcast, Lori Harder, the one who inspired me to start my podcast, I'm like, I made it, I am done. You know, it was such a huge achievement for me because following someone for so many years and then I interviewed her husband, Chris Harder. He's incredible, incredible businessman and podcaster. He has a podcast for the love of money and it's amazing. So when I interviewed those two, I'm like, I made it. But then the next person that I truly love, it's Catherine Zenkina, Manifestation Babe. Uh, she's such a sweet and humble person. Mm -hmm. And I just love her journey. She went from living on the couch with her grandma, $25,000 in debt. Now she's on her way to be billionaire. Amazing. Under 40 years. So I'm like, oh my gosh. So those are my favorites. But I think it's just personally... Um, because it was like those people that I've been following and admiring, they said yes to me and I was able to share their wisdom with my audience. Fantastic. Excellent. And if you're listening to this podcast uh, on your phone, just take a little peek at the show notes and the links to Patea's podcast will be right there. And if you're watching this on YouTube, just scroll down and the links are right there in the show notes as well. So you're not going to have to go poking around. Patea, it's been an absolute pleasure hosting you here on the Go All In podcast for 45 minutes or so. Before I let you go, I'm going to put you in the Go All In podcaster's hot seat. Have a little bit of fun to close out the show and get to know you just a, a little bit more before we let you go. You've mentioned that you're, you're from the Czech Republic, you've lived in Europe, you've traveled around the world in this ridiculous lockdown, COVID pandemic garbage that we're all living through. I'm lucky. I live just like 100 meters from the beach. I live in paradise here in Australia. It's quintessentially Australian, as you would think of it, as someone from the US or from, from Europe. It is very beautiful. But I still feel the need to go travel. And I always like to ask my international guests, what are some of their favorite holiday destinations? Have you got one that stands out that I should put on my bucket list? Well, definitely. I want to go back to Bali. You know, I want to go back to Bali because I was shocked first with the energy that you feel there, but the people, how kind and humble they are. It's incredible. But then I would want to invite you to Spain and Marbella. Mm. Marbella, it's where I lived for three years. And it's just beautiful. The architecture, you know, the beaches are not probably as beautiful as yours, but I love the culture. I love the culture of the food and restaurants with the beach views and dancing on the street and flamenco. And, and it's, it's amazing. Like you can feel the energy in, in the air. So Bali for its kindness and sweetness and picking up the fruits from the trees <laughs> and Spain for its delicious food and really like warm hearted people, like very passionate. Mm -hmm. I love it. Spain's definitely, uh, definitely on the list. And then now it's uh, higher up on the list with that uh, feedback. Bali for Australians is like going up the road. It's, oh uh, my God. Yeah, I envy you. <laughs> I have a client in Australia and friend in Australia and they keep inviting me and I was actually planning to go this year. So mm. get a plan probably for the next one, but yeah, Australia remember, is beautiful. Remember that thing we called travel? Oh my God. <laughs> no, no. It's like, 
so far away in my memory. <laughs> That's funny. All right, next one for the, for the hot seat. What's a skill that you're working on now, Patia, that you haven't quite mastered yet? The human design. I just finished a few weeks ago my neurolinguistical programming. I'm a master practitioner, so I finished that. I was practicing it for over two years. So I was like, okay, let's get a stamp on it. Mm -hmm. So human design, it's something that I'm going deeper on. And I'm also learning about our bodies and health through medical medium. I started to do healing protocol on my grandma, which was really unwell. And within two weeks, she is walking, feeling well. It's incredible. It's like walking miracles. So I really stand for a strong health. Love it. Fantastic. And what's the final question? What's the best piece of business advice that you've ever received? Oh, stay in your line. <laughs> you, Gary V, like, stay in your lane. <laughs> it's, it's the thing. I, I don't know if Gary was the first one that I heard it from. Um, I met him actually on, on one conference here in person. I was in a VIP lunch. So that man has some energy. But it's especially as women, we are comparing ourselves so much and we think we are not good enough. We are not smart enough. We are not pretty enough. We don't know enough. It's so much inner critic and chatter. And I know one of my guests, Melissa Ambrosini, she made a book, um, uh, Inner Mean Girl, which might be maybe a good book for your daughter to read. Mm -hmm. I haven't read her, but I, uh, from my clients, I heard really great feedback. Mm -hmm. She's talking about um, the Inner Mean Girl, which it's just our own inner critic, but I think it might be really helpful for her. So yeah, I, I, I think that's, yeah. Stay in your line. I love it. I love it. Yeah, because if you're comparing yourself, you will never make money because you will try to model this person, this person. Get inspired and do it your own way. Yeah, perfect. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. Patea, if people want to connect with you, what's the best way to do that? I would say Instagram. I'm always there. I share my teaching coachings there. So it's just my name. And I know you will write it in the show notes because people will be like, what? So it's just my name, Petya Kolibova. And then also I have a free Facebook group for women. Sorry, Rob, you can email me if you want. <laughs> for, for ladies, it's very safe space and it's unapologetically abundant women. Your daughter more than welcome to come. It's very safe, nice space. So fantastic. Yes. Excellent. And again, once again, if you're listening to this, just take a little peek at your phone and all the links are right there. And if you're watching on YouTube, just scroll on down. But yeah, thank you so much for coming on the Go All In podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure uh, spending some time with you and seeing your view of the world and understanding what you went all in on. I'm going to give you the opportunity for the, for the parting comment, for the parting shot. What's the final piece of wisdom from Patea today? I love that. You know, it's, it's fascinating. I shared it already, but I want to really everyone to hear it again and to remind them you're perfectly made for your purpose. When you truly believe that, when you truly embody that, nothing else can stop you in business and relationship in your life because you will see yourself as this beautiful, unique being that you came here to do. I love it. You're perfectly made for your purpose. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. And thanks again for coming on the Go All In podcast. We look forward to speaking with you soon. It's bye for now. Thank you so much. Well, there you have it, folks. If you want to connect with Patea, just take a little peek at your phone and all of the links to her website and socials are right there. And if you're watching this on YouTube, just scroll down and all of the details are right there in the show notes as well. And if you want to learn some more about the Go All In Masterclass, please hop over to goallin.com.au forward slash masterclass. In that masterclass, you'll discover the seven pillars of success that I use to go all in, how I teach my clients to do it, and it will give you 
a really solid plan to help you to give your very best to the world each and every day and to go all in. Come on over and check it out at goallin.com.au forward slash masterclass. Now, if you've got a message or some feedback for the show, you can reach out via the Go All In socials or you can send me an email at any time. Just visit goallin.com.au to find out more. Well, that wraps it up for the show today. So whatever it is that you're working on, whatever you're doing, get busy, get to it and go all in. I'll see you next time. 